Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, at least 140 animals have been removed from a Washington County farm after police investigated the scene. Tipped off by, quote, deceased lambs stuck in a fence on the property, according to one animal welfare organization. The Washington County Sheriff's Office executed multiple search warrants at 2245 170th Street in Washington on November 22nd and 23rd, according to a Tuesday morning release from the department. Charges are pending once the investigation concludes, according to a news release. We have some photos from the scene, but be warned that they are quite graphic and some viewers may find them disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. County records name Roger and Mary Escher as the land's deed holders. Between the two of them, count court documents show at least six guilty pleas related to animal running at large. One 2020, 2021 criminal complaint said it was an ongoing issue with Roger Escher and his livestock. The Eschers could not be reached for comments. The Animal Rescue League of Iowa responded to help with police efforts, saying they removed 140 goats, pigs, and sheep from the premises. Our Farm Secretary Sanctuary Executive Director and co-founder Sean Camp, who was on the site for two days of the rescue operation, said it was the worst case she'd ever seen. Camp said it was difficult to fathom the sheer scale of death. I would venture the bet that over 1,000 animals have died there over the years, she said. Based on bodies that we found that were recently deceased and the amount of bones that were everywhere, I would not be sh it would not shock me. While she was relieved to have the animals in proper care, Camp said she wished red flags had been raised sooner. So many people from the area have come forward saying, oh, thank you for helping. This has been going on for 30 years. We know this was happening for the past 10 years, she said. I just really want to hammer it home that if you see something that you think is wrong to contact your local authorities, what happened there could have been stopped a long time ago. We could have saved so many animals from the suffering that they endured. After months of not feeling well and mysterious bruises on her arms and legs, Mount Pleasant High School freshman Mia Gray received a rare diagnosis of plastic anemia. According to the Mayo Clinic, aplastic anemia is a condition that occurs when an individual's body stops producing new blood cells, resulting in bone marrow failure. Causes for the disease are unknown. Mia is the 15-year-old daughter of Sean and Bree Gray. She is on the honor roll, plays the flute, cheer for all sports, and runs track. Currently, Mia is incredibly tired and sometimes bleeds as her platelet counts are low. According to St. Jude's, the disease is a life-threatening condition with 70% death rates within the one year if left untreated. There are treatment options which greatly improve survival rates. Treatments include blood transfusions, supportive medication, immune suppressive therapy, and bone marrow transplants. While every treatment has side effects, St. Jude cites a 90% survival rate for children who have undergone bone marrow transplant for the disease. Mia has already undergone a round of immune suppress suppressive therapy, including chemo at the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital this past November. A GoFundMe has set up by, her, by Mia's aunt, Lexi Leslie. The GoFundMe page has a goal of $10,000 to help the Gray family with expenses. The page says that Mia will undergo two immune immunosuppressive therapy sessions with a 30-day stay in a clean room at the University of Iowa Children's Hospital, followed by a bone marrow transplant. As of Wednesday morning, GoFundMe donation totals came in at just under $7,000. As a freshman, Mia is receiving support from both the middle and high school as she continues this journey. The middle school hosted a hat day where students donated $1 to wear a hat and the students and staff wore red in support of Mia. The Coffee Depot is accepting donations on Mia's behalf and collecting notes of encouragement to pass along to the family. They also hosted a tip fundraiser November 17th when they chose to use Mia as the name of the day promotion. 
The Coffee Depot, Euphoria Salon, Skin is My Canvas, Lillian Grace, and Sarah's Bridal are all selling 50-50 raffle tickets for a benefit on behalf of Mia this Saturday, December 3rd at the Masonic Lodge in Mount Pleasant from 5 to 8 p.m. In addition to the raffle, the evening will consist of free will donation soup dinner featuring one of La Tavola's uh, popular soups and a silent auction. Donations for the silent auction already include items such as a three-piece set of freshwater pearls, freshwater pearls donated by Becker's Jewelry, a Lenovo idea pad, handmade afghans, gift baskets, and many other donations. Finally, Mia's father, Sean, has asked the community to consider supporting them in another way. Get the word out about being a marrow donor, he said. It can be a donor to help save lives. It's just as quick, it's just a quick swab of your mouth and you can just be put on a list. To donate to Mia's GoFundMe, visit gofund.me backslash EDC3E0AD. For more information about the benefit is available on the Facebook event, Benefit for Mia Gray. Additional information on becoming a bone marrow donor is available at www.bethematch.org. We're gonna take a brief break and when we come back, we'll have the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have the weather and sports coming up, but first obituaries. Hank Tompkins of Washington passed away on November 29th at the age of 95. Arrangements are pending at the Kimsey Funeral Home in Mount Pleasant. Gene Turner of Mount Pleasant passed away on November 26th at the age of 85. Funeral services will be held at 3 p.m. December 3rd at the First Presbyterian Church. Olson Powell Memorial Chapel is in charge of the arrangements. Irma Fern Lyle of, Lip of Tipton passed away on November 28th at the age of 95. Services will be 10.30 a.m. December 2nd at the First United Methodist Church in Tipton. Fry Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Melody K. Burkhead of Otoma passed away on November 18th at the age of 70. Services will be at 1 p.m. December 5th at Kale Funeral Home. Those obituaries, it is now time for the weather.
The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. We've had slightly warmer weather today, 44 degrees and partly cloudy. Tomorrow will be the warmest day of the week with a high of 57 and there will be partly cloudy skies again. On Saturday, temperatures will drop down all the way to 31 degrees, but it will be sunny. Sunday temperatures will jump back up to 45 and be partly cloudy again. And we will start our work week Monday with cloudy skies and a high of 46. We're gonna take another brief break and we come back, we'll have sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports. Brought to you by Fairway. From Mount Pleasant, Washington, and Fairfield, the bowling season has officially begun. The Trojans, Demons, and Panthers were all in action on Tuesday night to kick off their season. Fairfield and Washington clashed while Mount Pleasant squared off against West Burlington. On the boys' side, Fairfield picked up its first win of the season by defeating Washington 2,459 to 1,187. Mount Pleasant fell just short in the contest to West Burlington 2,197 to 2,168. For the girls, Mount Pleasant got a win, outbowling the Falcons 2,113 to 1,365. Scores from the Washington and Fairfield girls meet are not yet released. For Washington, Caleb Zaglowski was the leading bowler. Zaglowski rolled a 323. Quentin Garibay and Cooper Zaz followed with 225 and 118. Against West Burlington, Mount Pleasant's Jonathan Fortin was the highest bowler of the day. Fortin finished with 370 pins. Alec Payne took third with, two, with 321. Christian Brock Wagner ended with 279. Joey Kiever had 232. Xavier LeBlanc, 231. And Henry Ford's 215. 
The Mount Pleasant girls dominated their meet. The Panthers bowlers went one through six with Addison McGreevy leading the way with a score of 361. Kyle Aldridge followed with 297. Bethany Drewer ended with 294. Ariana Taylor rolled at 249. And Abby Anderson had 241. And Kayla Burns shot 236. That's the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This is the Southeast Iowa Union Newsbreak, and I'll see you next time.